Hi there, welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachometh with the Las Vegas Kolel. The Chavetz Chaim, towards the end of his introduction, in his footnotes, he addresses a concern that people might have about him publishing the book. And he says, there are those who might argue that, look, now that people have this book available, the laws of Lashon Hara available, is it really solving any problems? You know, people still speak tons of Lashon Hara. Even though say, the Sefer Chavetz Chaim has been published and is available to the masses and people study it every day, people still speak Lashon Hara. And the Chavetz Chaim says we might be tempted to ask, what's the point of writing such a book? What's the point of studying such a book? We're still going to speak Lashon Hara if we're being honest with ourselves. The Chavetz Chaim tells us one of the most profound ideas, I believe, when it comes to spiritual growth in general. So often in our lives, we find ourselves with certain struggles, certain challenges, spiritual or otherwise. And we, we go and we think that if we can't totally solve the problem, there's no point even trying to improve. If I can't stop speaking Lush and Hara entirely, then why should I even bother studying the laws? And of course that's a fallacy. The Chavetz Chaim argues if we could just improve our Lush and Hara, if we just mitigate how much we sin when it comes to Lush and Hara, that's an amazing accomplishment. If we could just reduce our Lashon Hara by, I don't know, 5%, 10% a day, that's a tremendous accomplishment. We should be very proud of ourselves if we just reduce the amount that we speak, even if it's just by small margins. That's a tremendous accomplishment. Chavz Chaim points out, the Talmud tells us, people who are hefker, people who have no regard to speaking Lashon Hara, that's, they're consider, considered Bali Lashon Hara. These are people in the category of people who speak Lashon Hara, and the Talmud speaks very negatively of such people, and the punishment for someone who's a Baal Lashon Hara, someone who's just completely has no regard for the laws of Lashon Hara, it's, that's not a good place to be. But the Chavot Chaim says, if we're trying to improve, even if we don't have great results, we only reduce our Lashon Hara by 5%, 2%, the Chavot Chaim says, well, we're not Bali Lashon Hara anymore. We can't be considered as people who are, have no regard for the prohibition. After all, I'm studying it. I'm trying to improve. And although I may still occasionally speak Lashon Hara, even though I speak a lot of Lashon Hara, but because I'm studying the laws, because I'm taking it seriously, I'm mitigating how much I speak. I'm reducing it, even if it's just by a fractional amount, I'm trying to improve. That's a big deal. And that's a big deal when it comes to Lashon Hara. And I would argue it's a really a big deal when it comes to all areas of personal growth. There's a fallacy of, if I can't totally solve the problem, I'm not going to bother even trying to improve it a little bit. And that, of course, is a mistake when it comes to almost all areas of our lives. Even if we're still going to be imperfect, if we could reduce those imperfections by 10%, 5%, we're so much better off. And we should, we should recognize this truth and make sure we study the laws of Lashon Hara. Even if we still mess up, even if we still find ourselves in the same patterns of gossiping and speaking negatively about one another, at least we're not Bali Lashon Hara. We're not totally, you know, have no regard for the laws of Lashon Hara. We're trying to improve and we're taking one step at a time. And that is a very, very big deal.